program may contain explicit lyrics and adult themes that may not be suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to the world's number one podcast. J-E-T-S! Jets! 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 What up, what up, what up, Jet fans? What's going on? I'm your boy, J-Rod. I am the podcast, the Jets podcast you've been looking for. There's like a bunch of Jet podcasts out there. Who knows what the fuck they are, but they all say the same shit. They all want to be nice and all want to give you all the stats and this and this and that. Yeah, whatever. This is the true podcast for us diehard Jet fans who are emotionally attached to these Jets who are fucking angry, who are excited when they whip someone's ass, when they're not supposed to whip someone's ass, when they fuck up the Patriots. This is your podcast, I promise you. Like I said, I'm your boy J-Rod. This is Buzzin' Podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the reason why I started my podcast. I have a couple episodes out there, a lot of football fantasy and bullshitting episodes out there. But the main reason why I actually wanted to start this podcast is because I'm a diehard Jets fan. And back in the day, my outlet was social media. When the Jets will fuck up, when the Jets will whip someone's ass, I would just go off. And people were like, yo, you fucking wild, bro. You are wild. So I'm thinking, I need a different outlet. And this outlet is my podcast. So, every week, I'm going to do my Jets episode, and I'm going to I'm gonna speak for us Jets fans out there, whether we fucking talking shit because we whipped your ass, or I'm, we're talking shit about our own Jets, because there's no one out there who is our worst critic than us. We are our worst critic, Jets fans. We fucking rag on us. We fucking rip us through the mud, but we also praise us when we win. This, I mean, that's everyone will tell you. That's what it is. Let me just get into this. Week one, Buffalo Bills. Actually, let's backtrack a little bit before we get into this Buffalo Bills game. My prediction, as all Jets fans out there, I don't want to say all, but majority of them, hope they're on the same page with me. But I had high hopes. I don't want to say had. I don't want to say past tense i don't want to say like i'm giving i don't want to sound like i'm giving up on the jets i don't want to say had my predictions for the jets this season are high they still are they still are i picked i predicted at least nine wins at least yeah i said it and if you don't fucking think i'm if you think i'm crazy or if you think i'm out of my fucking mind well listen fucking slap yourself i don't give a fuck Nine, nine wins is what I predicted for the Jets. I love my Jets. I think they have a monster defense. I think they have a solid offense if it's ran right. And I think we could, we have a chance. This might be the year the Patriots start fucking slacking and the Jets start taking over. I don't know if you hear the frustration in my voice. The frustration in my voice is because, as you I just said, I have high hopes for the Jets. 
we start with our off season. I'm not going to dive deep into the off season and what a shit show it was. But when you have a coked up fucking Adam Gase, whose press conference is looking at fucking tacos all over the place, looks coked up as a motherfucker, coked up, eyes, balls looking like that's fucking embarrassing. I knew we might be in for some trouble. So we got Adam Gase. I wasn't too fond of getting Adam Gase. I don't really give a fuck about Adam Gase coming from the Dolphins, coming from the Broncos. Um, he has a, a record of 23 and 25, one postseason appearance, which he lost. So, yeah, I don't really – I wasn't too fond of Adam Gase. And he comes in here strong arm. And I, I, listen, give him props for that. This motherfucker just straight strong arming motherfuckers. Taking over GM job. It is what it is. But I was never fond of him. <sighs> Man, you can see where this is going. Greg Williams, defensive coach. Uh, interim head coach for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Two Super Bowl appearances. One with the Saints. One with the Rams. He was part of that uh, bounty uh controversy uh thing that went on where he when he was part of the saints and uh, he was telling safe planes they were giving out uh, bonuses for (laughs) bounties or for uh injuring players hey whatever you gotta as a coach can you whatever you gotta do to make your players perform fuck you gotta that's what you gotta do but anyway that's near the hero there I, I was a little excited for uh, Greg Williams. I, I, I really was. And I still am. I still am. He runs a uh, 4-3 defense. He's very uh, aggressive with the pass rush. So I like that. We got a good defensive line. Why not use him? When I go to the Jets game and I fly out and I you know go to week one, which is not a cheap thing. It's it's a little expensive. So when I spend my money and when Vegas has the Jets minus three, I mean, we're at home. We should be winning this. Josh Allen, second year QB, offense is shit. They have no weapons. They have nobody. No Sammy Watkins. No LaShawn McCoy. They have no one. This should be a, a not. I don't want to say easy win because division games are always a little difficult. But come on, who are we kidding here? We all fucking pick the Jets. Everybody and their mother picked the Jets. Everyone's texting me, the Jets, the Jets. I got the Jets, bro. I got the Jets. I had the Jets. Sam Donald played lights out in preseason. First quarter drives, they looked phenomenal. They looked good, even without Le'Veon Bell. On, in preseason, we already know what Le'Veon Bell was going to do. So that that was a given. Just like everyone else, like you, me, everyone else picked the Jets. What the fuck just happened? What happened here? What happened here? This shit is getting out of control and getting fucking out of control really quick. And it's just week one. I can't believe the shit that's going on in week one. No, I can't. Let me, I got to take a fucking, let me get a little sip of my drink. (laughs) Wow. 
Holy shit. Let me just tell you, going being at the game is a different experience from watching it from TV. TV, you can see everything, and you can see all the plays being developed or whatever here or there. But when you're at the game, I have pretty good seats, and I can see formations. I can see defensive formations, offense. I can see what's going on. I will tell you, once this game started, it was a shit show from the beginning, from the very fucking first play. The Bills were lining up. Receivers on the outside, not one fucking defensive back covering a receiver, leaving him wide open. Everyone is screaming in the stadium. You got a fucking man by himself. C.J. Mosley is supposed to be running this defense. C.J. Mosley did a phenomenal job, but I'll get into that a little later. C.J. Mosley is a great player, superstar player, superstar money, better be a superstar player, played like a superstar, fine. Greg Williams supposed to be this phenomenal defensive coach. Super Bowl winning coach. What the fuck was going on? Everyone screaming. And this went on for a couple plays. Probably for the hurt, almost for the whole first quarter. That they were the Bills were lined up, receivers were out there, and no one's covering. No one's even lining up with them. It was nasty. The, the CJ Mosley interception that happened. That, that happened, I don't want to say, it was pretty much a given to him. It was a lucky time and place situation. He was there, it, the ball got deflected, caught it, ran in the end zone, probably like 20 yards. That's pretty much was it. CJ, that was great for CJ Moore to be in the right place at the right time. Was it anything special? Was it a great interception? Was it a great defensive scheme? No, it was probably one of those just giving it up to him. So I'll take it. Then we fucking mix the, miss the extra point. You got to be fucking kidding me. Which is the extra point that pretty much cost us the game. Yes, we won for two. Yes, we got the two-point conversion. Thanks to Le'Veon Bell. But still, we should have that extra point cost us the fucking game. Yeah, it did. It did. Now... Going on to the rest of the game. The rest of the game was pretty... Sam Donald, I don't know what the fuck happened to Sam Donald. Sam Donald puts up 175 yards, has a QBR of 27.5, completion rating of 68.3%. 75 yards and one TDs, you're like, eh, it's okay. It's all right. I mean, that's okay. It's just average. Nothing special there. I think everyone's putting a little bit too much fucking hype and too much pressure on Sam Donald. Chill out. Chill the fuck out. Everyone's putting him as like, yeah, he's going to be this great thing. Listen, remember last year, he struggled. After winning that Detroit game, after winning a couple games, he struggled. And then he had the little injury, the little toe injury. That wasn't a toe injury. That was sit the fuck down, regroup. And that's what you're, as a coach, that's your job. Sit your play down. We'll make up this injury. Regroup, and we'll put you back out there. Last couple games, did great. Regroup, get his mind back together. But Sam, come on, Sam. What the fuck? 175 yards? One TD? <sighs> Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell had to actually, man, I don't want to say if it wasn't for Le'Veon Bell, we wouldn't really. But. Honestly, Le'Veon Bell proved him 
as for game one, proved himself enough. 60 yards, one TD pass, a two-point conversion. I watched Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon is so patient and will make something out of nothing. It's phenomenal just to watch him. I thought maybe it was just, you know, the Steelers' offensive line. Even what our offensive line was pretty suspect. He still made plays happen. So for 60 yards, one TD pass, he made a lot happen. And then that two-point conversion, yes, it was only a two-point conversion. But if you watch it, because I was right in the end zone right there, he was defended. He jumped up and grabbed that shit. That was a great two-point conversion. Great passing running back. So props to Le'Veon. And how the fuck is Jamison Crowler have 99 yards? Who's your number one receiver? Now, some people predicted Crowder to actually be a good asset to the Jets. And I, I I agree with it. But for him to have 100 yards and Robbie Anderson to have 27, what the fuck is going on here? Robbie was blamed by Adam Gase, coked up Adam Gase, of not running out and hustling out uh, routes and Pretty much thrown under the bus. Yo, Robbie, take it easy. You good, brother. You good, B. You good. Robbie holds us down for a couple years already. And when there was no other hope and everyone wants to sleep on the Jets and when everyone wants to sleep on Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson will be an explosive back, throw a, I mean, explosive wide receiver, hit you with a bomb play, and can beat you, can destroy you, speed. I love Robbie. I will always ride for Robbie. Adam Gase, slap yourself for throwing Robbie under the bus. Now, Quincy and Numois, that Oh, man. Yo, Quincy. The, one of the biggest Quincy fans out there. I draft him every single year on my fantasy league because I think he is the new Terrell Owens. He's big-bodied, can kill you, can burn you. Will catch a ball and fucking stiff arm you and just beat you up with his body and take it. And will give you yards after the catch. When you see Quincy go down in the first quarter, the first thing I swear the whole stadium goes, What the fuck now? What happened now? This guy can't fucking stay healthy healthy. He comes back out. But now, after the game, what you find out? What did I find out? What did you find out? What did everyone find out? Out for the fucking season again. After the first game? Come on, man. A I mean, a neck injury is nothing to, you know, downplay. He probably can't help it. But damn, man. Come on. This shit is, is spiraling out of control really quick. When you're up 16 points in the third quarter, you think you have this shit in the bag. I'll tell you right now. I thought we had it in the bag. I'm out in the fucking in the stadium. I'm looking for drinks and go to find out at MetLife. You can't. They stopped serving alcohol in at halftime. What kind of what the fuck is going on there? How do you stop serving alcohol at halftime? Halftime is when the party really starts. Shit. <laughs> Give it to me, Cardi. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's when the fucking party starts. No alcohol. I think I could, we got it in the bag. I'm ready to start celebrating. It's about to be a good day. Ugh, come.
come back, shit starts changing. Third, you're up 16 in the third quarter. They score a field goal, and then all shit start falling apart. C.J. Mosley had a great game. Jamal Adams had a great game. Defense, horrible. Cornerbacks, horrible. Of course, like always, Jamal Adams ends up with six tackles. Uh, C.J. Mosey ends up with six tackles, ends up with an interception. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was, you know, doing anything special, just fell on his hand, but, hey, let's give him credit for it. Ends up with a touchdown. Pretty much <laughs> what our offense didn't do was C.J. Mosley was covering for it, making up for it. Jamal Adams was all over the place. You can see it. Trying, Maybe trying to do a little too much, uh, but when you play – with that most that much emotions and passion, that's what happens. So keep it up, Jamal. He is the Jets Jets best player. CJ Mosley pulls his grind. His grind, as my wife always corrects me. Um, that fucking sucks. Fumble recovery, um, interception. He was all over the place as well. So CJ Mosley, you gotta get better. We need that. This is where shit starts getting out of control. Fourth quarter, we start losing it. The Bills put up 370 yards, 242 passing. If that doesn't say you need corner help, I don't know what the fuck does. Darrell Reeves come back out of retirement. Give us something. I mean, what the fuck happened here? Josh Allen looked like a superstar. We made the Bills look good. This was the game we needed to win. What can I say? So, we'll take the loss on this one. I mean, there's not much you can do. Just get over it. Let's move on. But here was the trouble lies. Let's move on. We can't. It's becoming a fucking circus and a shit show really quick. Sam Donald has fucking mono. And we'll be out a couple weeks. Definitely out for next week on Monday against the Browns. When it was supposed to be rookie, it was supposed to be that draft class of Baker Mayfield versus Sam Donald. Come on. Mono? What the? F- Yo, Sammy. I don't know who the f- what dirtbag broad you fucking tonguing down. Or making out with mono, bro, come on. Break a fucking arm, pull a hamstring, something. But mono, that's embarrassing, bro. What the fuck? What the fuck you putting in your mouth, bro? For those those of you who don't know what mono is, mono is a a, a disease. It's it's called the kissing disease. (laughs) That's right. The kissing disease. You get this (laughs) from... Saliva, mixing saliva, it's nasty as fuck. Now your fucking starting quarterback for a pro football team has fucking mono and can't play the game. You got to be kidding me. So then we have the fucking mono guy, Sam Darnold. And then we get Le'Veon Bell saying his shoulder hurts. After all preseason, all you hear is, I want to get hit. I want to get hit. Well, you get fucking hit, and now your fucking your shoulder hurts, and now you got to get an MRI, and 
see if you have any torn anything, torn muscles, anything, or what the fuck is going on with your shoulder. Oh, man. This is taking a uh, turn for the worst. Thank God MRI came back negative. Nothing wrong with the shoulder. And he wants to make it make it clear. Hey, guys, I'm okay. You got to be kidding me. CJ Mosley, we don't know the status of that. Hopefully, he'll be, he'll be ready by Monday, and I think we will. he will be. Does it get any worse than this? Does it? Is this an overreaction week? I don't think it is. I mean, this is this is panicking almost. Adam Gase always suspect with this offense. I don't know who the fuck he think he is that, you know, he comes in thinking he's he's demanding all this and that. I'll tell you right now, I'm not a fan of Adam Gase. He's not going to do anything special. If anyone's going to do anything special, it's because we have special players. And we do have a couple. So we will be beating a couple teams that we're not supposed to be beating, and that's because of the players, not because of fucking Adam Gase. Doesn't know how to use Ty Montgomery. Doesn't know how to use Le'Veon Bell the way he should be using him in the passing game with Sam, with Sam Donald um, being still a second-year quarterback. Like, come on. You're, you're, you're bashing. You're throwing Robbie Anderson under the bus. Then you want to send out a message to Robbie Anderson by saying he's not running his route or completing his route or not hustling his routes. So you think you're getting Demarius Thomas from the Patriots. Which is actually, um, I actually, I, I give him credit for that. But if you're doing it to show a message, to send a message to Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson doesn't deserve that. Robbie Anderson has been one of our key stand-up players for the season, every single season, and hasn't disappointed us. He's been our underdog. So Robbie, he better. I, I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. He better still be our number one receiver. Demarius Thomas, I I mean, I love the pickup. You got Quincy and Newman, who's hurt, who's out for the season. I mean, we need something. And Jamison Crowder, he's been a great slot receiver, and he will continue to be a great slot receiver. So you have weapons. Now, if Sam Donald could get over the fucking mono over here and stop making out with dirt bags, then we can go somewhere. And we got a running back. We got a defense. Now... Moving on to Monday Night Football. Jets are uh, plus six and a half. Six and a half against the Browns at home. What the fuck? What what happened here? We went from uh, possibly 2-0 to now we may be looking at 0-2. Do you panic now or do you panic later? I'm not panicking now. Fucking Mondo Sam Donald will get it together. Come back next week. I, I'm, I'm still rocking with the Jets on this one. We're going to win this game. Somehow, some way, we will win this game. Defense will carry us. We will win this game. If we don't, you will hear this episode come out a little early because I'll be blasting off. I'm sick of this shit. But this is my predictions. This is my podcast. This is my Jets podcast that I've been wanting to do forever. Now, All us Jets fans, hit me up if you have any questions. If you want to debate anything or or, or just let me know how you feel. Hit me up in the DMs. Let me know what's going on. 
I'll make this short and sweet. I'm not trying to spend too much time on this episode because I still need to recover from this emotional distress that I'm going through. So I still have high hopes for my Jets. They will still, man, I mean, I hate, I, I got I to gotta ride with it. We'll win nine games. Yes, we'll still win nine games. Fuck what you think. Slap yourself. It's going to happen.